All right, welcome in. There is no RJ this weekend, but we're going to hold it down for you uh, because we're coming back from a weekend getaway. And as you know, this is the Same Game Parlay podcast presented by DraftKings, our good friends at DraftKings, where you can bet $5 on any NFL game and get $200 in free bets when you use the promo code RJ at sign up. And if you use that last week and you bet on our Same Game Parlay, Easy cash, baby. Easy cash. Uh, and what, what did that pay out, Scott? What did the, the weekend getaway pay out last week? Yeah, we had uh, Kirk Cousins passing completions. We had passing attempts over both. And TJ Hawkinson over receptions. All three of those cashed. A nice plus 285 weekend getaway parlay. And Hawkinson came through late in the game, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. The Cousins props were easy overs. And it looked like Hawkinson was going to go in a hurry, and then he slowed down. Like I think there was nothing in the third quarter, yeah. and then he got us there late. So uh, good job, Kirk Cousins. Primetime Kirk Cousins <laughs> did us right. And good job, uh, TJ Hawkinson. So hope you guys all enjoyed that one. We're going to try and throw you another one here where we can make some money. We talk it out. We see how we can get these things correlated and how we can get some money out of our friends over at DraftKings. The only two-time Super Contest champion, Mr. Steve Fezzik, joins us. And Fez, this this game between the Giants and the 49ers, I wanted to ask you first, how much have you shifted your thoughts on the 49ers since the season started? Because you were like, 49ers under, this team is not as good. Have you changed your mind on this? Yes. 49ers are awesome. They're the best team in the NFL. (laughs) The best team. So they went from not good to the best. I had them number five to start the season. Now I have them number one. A full six and a half points better than an average team. And get this. Wait for it. One point better than the second best team in the NFL currently. Uh, It's a long season. But um, what's not to like with how well they played? Okay, they didn't cover, which was good because I had the Rams last week. But... um, they're, they're up 10 with a nanosecond left, so that uh, yeah. can't, can't really blame them for that. All right, let's uh, let's talk about this game. And, Scott, I'll ask you, do you follow the Giants closer than, than either of us do? Uh, last week was a nightmare, and then it looked like maybe they figured some things out in the second half. Let's let's start with what caused the early problems. Was it something Arizona did, or was it a lack of execution by the Giants in your mind? I think it's a combination of both. Uh, Josh Dobbs was running very effectively, and also the Giants just were unable to execute, and it was arguably six of the worst quarters that you're ever going to see to start a season. They were being outscored at one point 60 to nothing because of the blowout in week yeah. one and then the way that that uh, the Cardinals went up there in week two. And I credit Brian Dable because he made whatever he said at halftime, it worked because the Giants came out uh, looking like a completely different team in the third quarter. And what I really like is the way that they utilized play action in the second half. You look at what Daniel Jones did on play action. Well, just look at what he did in total for his numbers for the second half. It was amazing. 259 yards and two touchdowns in the second half. But most of it was off play action. 13 of 15 for 229 yards in the second half alone off of play action. The biggest question with that, though, is 
without Saquon Barkley. Does play action work? Does, does it matter? It, is it that effective? But, but play action shouldn't have worked in this game because they were down by 21. That, so this is, <laughs> this is the most amazing thing. How down are these Arizona defenders dummies? Uh, yeah. Of course they're yeah. going to throw. Uh, you know, one thing that stood out in this game when I rewatched it was how Arizona just dubs Scott agreed, looked brilliant, looked fast on his feet, accurate. They drive down the field, take it to the Giants. All right, they're going to take the lead, and then they miss a field goal. And I'm like, okay, now things are going to revert back to where they they should be. Nope. So, you know, not only did Arizona kick their butt the whole first half, but they left three points um, that they should have had Mm -hmm. on the the sideline there. So um, even more impressive by Arizona early. Now – uh, the Giants get to they get a little breather now. They go to San Francisco, so <laughs> things should get way, way easier for the – oh, maybe not. Um, the Giants are – when I was looking at their statistics, I was looking at DVOA, it surprised me where the Giants are in DVOA. Do you have a guess, Scott? I'm going to say 26th. Fez, what's your guess? 26th. They are 32nd in DVOA. They are behind the Chicago Bears. I was worried you were asking it because they were like above average, so I didn't want to go too low. No, they are dreadful. They are 29th in offense. They are 27th in defense. Well, that happens. You know what? They are 30th in special teams. Scott and I should be fired immediately for terrible answers because they lost 40 to nothing. I mean, how are they not going to be last after after you get outscored 0 to 60? Yeah. Uh, How fast can you go from zero to 60 if you're the New York Giants in six quarters? <laughs> yeah, you, you can get there. Uh, I don't think the Giants are very good. I, I and Really, from a talent standpoint, I think they're a well below average team. I think the Giants have a good coach, and he is able to keep them in some games that maybe they shouldn't be in. I don't think that works against the upper crust of – the NFL, and I think San Francisco is certainly the upper crust. And it doesn't work without Saquon Barkley. That's the other thing. Like you, The Giants just became a one-dimensional offense, and San Francisco's defense is just so good that I don't, I don't see how things work. I don't know how the Giants have success moving the football in this game when you don't have your best player. And... I, Daniel Jones so far. I mean, Daniel Jones the second half last week. God bless you. Could you could say it's garbage time? He made up for whatever. I don't know. He looked good for two quarters. The other four, the other six quarters of this season, Daniel Jones looked like the worst contract investment in history. Now was driving rainstorm in week one, so maybe we could give him a little bit of a pass on his numbers. You know, not being able to to do anything. Uh, Dak Prescott played in the same driving range. There's been a lot of rainstorm games. No one looked as bad as Daniel Jones. Like He, he did nothing. He, he, nothing. Did, he couldn't move the ball at all. You know what's interesting? You used the term upper crust, which I've never heard you say this. Hmm. I, I have to disclose. I'm from Dayton, Ohio. So there was a restaurant called the Upper Crust that was like the best sandwich shop. It had all these Dagwood, these huge, enormous sandwiches with pastrami and roast beef and, and corned beef and Swiss cheese. I digress. The upper crust in Dayton, Ohio was tremendous. Did they hand out winners? They Yeah, they, pastrami, they, pastrami winners. <laughs> they, uh, they, like Saginaw's at, at, at Circa now locally is, is the closest thing we have in Vegas. So that's where you can get a really good Reuben, et cetera. Let's... Um... Let's dive into how we want to attack this same game parlay. Hey, it's RJ Bell for Rocket Money. 
Listen, you know, there's no locks. You know that for sure. But almost a lock is each and every one of you has things you're paying for each and every month that you don't use or aren't worth how much you're paying for them. There's a better alternative. And we have Scott Seidenberg with us to tell about one of his discoveries with Rocket Money. Yeah, it discovered that I was still paying for an old editing software that I hadn't used in months. Let's be honest. It was years. And listen, be honest with yourself. Think of the things you've bought. Think about the times you've had a free trial and all of a sudden it auto-billed in and it's been auto-billing. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash RJ. That's rocketmoney.com slash RJ, rocketmoney.com slash RJ. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. This is RJ Bell, and I got to tell you, this is one I feel very seriously about. You know, I'm of an interesting age in that I can remember before computers were prominent, before the Internet. And I remember my whole career has been built with the Internet. I've seen the age and time when if you had issues when you had something you wanted to talk to a professional about there was apprehension and one of the things that I think we've evolved as a society in such a wonderful way is we all understand help is a good thing and that's where better help comes in all of your interactions with your therapist entirely online it's designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule visit betterhelp.com rj to get 10% off your first month. Do it today. That's betterhelp.com slash RJ. I believe the Niners blow this team. They blow them out. So I don't want to just say, and obviously this is a big line. Ten and a half. I don't want to say ten and a half. I want to say they, they beat them worse than that. So I think that there's value on playing the 49ers on an alternate spread. Because okay. if we're trying to do a same-game parlay, we're trying to maximize our payout here. And I don't think we go crazy and do like a five or, or six leg. I think we take the lessons that we got that we learned from last week, just three legs, three correlated legs to try and hit this same-game parlay. And I think the first leg should be a 49ers alternate spread rather than laying 10.5. I agree with you, AJ. I think the 49ers are going to run them out of the building. Let's go 49ers. Minus 13 and a half. They win the game by two touchdowns. You know what I really like about that is 11, 12, and 13. All three of these are dead numbers. They're dead numbers. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, think about this. So the Giants are down 17 or they're down 14 driving late in the game. You know, if they score, your 10 and a half is going to be donezo anyways, laying the 10 and a half. You may as well lay the 13 and a half. I know every number is important, and it could land 12. And, you know, that we could have a lunar eclipse tomorrow night. But it's probably unlikely because I think those things are scheduled. Um, so the bottom line is, I like Scott's suggestion. Let's do minus 13 half. What are we getting? Are we getting Plus like 130 a, on that. Let's do it. That's our first leg. Okay, so first leg, 49ers, minus 13 and a half on the alternate spread at plus 130. Okay, okay before, so- before we lock that in, uh-huh. what's the next level up on the alternate spread? 14 and a half, 15. I mean, you can go up any number you want. But no number makes sense unless you want to do 16 and a half. 16 and a half. What's it pay? 16 and a half is plus 195 compared to the plus 130 of 13 and a half. What that is, is that? What do you 65 think? cents, a fair number? Like as, yeah, as we get I into bigger so. numbers? I, I, th- I think so. I, I'm just thinking back to week one. The 49ers played another inept, uh, another inept offense. On, they were on the road, in fact, 
And they beat Pittsburgh by 23 points. Well, you're, te- you're basically playing an anti-teaser now. You're playing a pleaser. You know, you're, you're taking six points the worse on the line, mm-hmm. and you're getting paid what? Plus one? Plus 195. So think about that. If I told you, gentlemen, remember a teaser leg, minus 120 is minus 280. All right? So, right. so if I told you you can you you know you can tease the um, the Giants to plus sixteen and a half. If you put that in a teaser, you're laying minus two eighty. So if you could do that at minus one ninety, that would probably be attractive. It's getting to the point where it's just too much. You know, the, the, asking a team to cover by seven, I would I, I'd shy off of. And I love the fact. Hey, f- I don't think I don't think fifteen and sixteen are nearly as dead as like eleven and twelve. I, I just think. We're getting a little too greedy here. Okay. And, and also, right. Good question. the more the higher we go with the alternate spread on the 49ers, the more susceptible we are to a backdoor. And I think that if we just stay at 14, we're okay. They have to win the game by two touchdowns. Because what if they're up by 20, 21, and then all, the Giants score late? What if they're up by, you know, like, we're I mean, sitting, there's obviously a we're risk. We're sitting here with a 23-point tw- lead, and we're thinking the game is over. Like, let, let, 13 and a half is a good number. All right? 13 and a half. I Jerk agree. stores the line. Jerk store. All I'm saying is I'm looking at the <laughs> I'm looking at the Purdy games and I'm seeing finals uh I'm seeing a uh a 16 point win against Miami, 28 point win against Tampa, 17 point win against Washington, 25 against Arizona. Uh I'm I'm seeing 18 point win in the playoffs against Seattle. Like the fact you're seeing a 16 and a 17 and 18 shows that the 16 half's fraught with risk. I mean that that that, that they're just barely getting there, and all but all of these are cruising against third minus 13 and a half. All right, I just it could also just be a get out of get out I'm of not, dodge. Spot, I'm not playing. You know? a, I'm not playing a, a pleaser plus 190. I, I, all right. I refuse. 13 and a half. So leg one, 49ers minus 13 and a half. So we think the Niners blow them out. Where do we go next? It, my thoughts are these: If the Niners are blowing them out, the Niners want to be run heavy anyway. Assume the Niners win by eighteen points. That's probably a and good that, over. On I'll you. be back here next Wednesday night saying we should have done the sixteen yeah. and a half. Uh, no, but I, I like where you're going with this because if you look at just the first two games of this season, they a thirty to seven win over Pittsburgh. Brock Purdy threw for two hundred and twenty yards uh, in the. 30-23 win over the Rams, which was really 30-20. to 20. Mm-hmm. Brock Purdy threw for 206 yards. I don't think they're going to need to throw. What's the number at here? For 215. His number is 219 and a half mm-hmm. on the same game parlay option. I think we go under Purdy 219 and a half. Yeah, because he throws for 116 in the first half and for 85 in the second half. And he winds up going under in a blowout. Okay. It, it, does that make more sense than McCaffrey over or McCaffrey carries over? The only reason I say no is because anything could happen, and and I don't want to say the I word, injury, okay. injury but what if it's like what, if like, what if like Elijah Mitchell gets like a ton of carries? What if, you know? What about load management? Yeah. They're you know, winning by so much they, and they, they, don't they, need they take him out of the game. All he does is get hurt. In that case? I'll say the injury. What's Elijah Mitchell's uh, rushing problem? Uh, now we're just gambling, I think. You know, well, I mean, yeah. if, if you if you don't think that McCaffrey has over rushing yards because of Elijah Mitchell. I, I, I am not a San Francisco running back expert, but I can tell you I am, a pr- I am pretty darn good 
at how these blowouts transpire in quarterback yards because I bet in second week, halves in, all the time. And when a team gets up by 20 points, the quarterback throws for like 75 yards. Yeah. In, the second in, half. in week one, when I mentioned Purdy threw for 220 yards in the 30 to 7 win over the Steelers, McCaffrey 22 carries, 152 and a touchdown. Elijah Mitchell, five carries, 10 yards. Okay. I well, just so don't, I don't think we worry about that. And he, right. and he didn't even touch the ball last week. I mean, you mentioned McCaffrey's been 152 and 116 yeah. so far. The fact that he's he hasn't been close to hitting his like going under his number, but Purdy has already gone over this number in one out of two games. So McCaffrey over eighty four and a half is plus one fifteen. That's what I'm saying. So he, McCaffrey's had one fifty two and one sixteen in two games. One of those was a blowout. The one fifty two was a blowout. Mm-hmm. In the blowout thirty to seven win against Pittsburgh. Brock Purdy threw for 220. He would have gone over in that in this situation. I think he threw for like 150 in the first half, though. I mean, Pittsburgh just couldn't stop them at all. So they just, you know, I'm... And part of the McCaffrey thing was he had a 65-yard run. He broke a long one. Yeah. Which he's always capable of, but if he doesn't break that long one, he he doesn't run for over 100 yards. Okay. All right. Then we'll go go Purdy. Purdy under 219 and a half. Okay. Purdy finishes with 195 passing yards in a very comfortable 49ers win. All right. Now let's figure out what our third leg is going to be. And I think this needs to be some sort of Giants-related prop. Daniel Jones rushing? He's gone 59 yards in week in uh, last week against Arizona, 43 yards against Dallas in what I don't one. What I don't like about it is it feels like you're less likely to run if you're losing in a game so in a game that's not competitive, and we don't think this game's going to be competitive, but Why? without Saquon Barkley, he's the whole offense. Just feels like he has to do everything. But if they're down thirty to nothing, what is running for five yards? He's going to throw for you? screen passes and dink and dunk and get and and score a touchdown against the prevent defense. So can we look at completions or uh, or attempts what can what can what can we get at for Daniel Jones we can do Daniel Jones yards and it's the same number as Purdy we can do 219 on Daniel Jones passing yards the over is minus 105 on that um let's see his rushing yards as I mentioned 39 and a half minus 110 okay if we want to do alternate rushing yards now we're now we're Laying juice, like over 35 yards. No, we don't want to do that. So we can't get at attempts or Mm -mm. completions? No. Uh, My concern with yards is, in the Cowboy game, Daniel Jones threw for 104 yards. Like, you would think in a game that they're down 40 points in, he'd just be chucking it around, right? Driving rainstorm. Yeah. I mean, that's a good Second time you brought that up. That is it. But that, well, this time it's more, I think it's more sensible even. Maybe that's why the, the yardage was – because he did throw the ball 28 times. If Daniel Jones throws the ball 28 times, we're, we're getting to that number more than likely. And last week we talked about the monster second half, but they were losing by 21 points. And he had to throw the ball in the second half for over 200 yards in the second half alone. And you talked about play action being so effective. Yeah. I believe when you run play action, you throw the ball. That's generally true. <laughs> so Purdy and Jones have the same passing yard numbers. Yes. So we go under Purdy and over Jones. I love it. I what's get, what's I the t- payout here? All right. So three legs, 49ers alternate spread minus 13 and a half. Under Brock Purdy, 219.5 passing yards. Over 
Daniel Jones, 219.5 passing yards, plus 700. What do you think of that, Fez? I, I like it because, obviously, we're taking a haircut three points on the spread, but those are three of the least important numbers possible. And then we're not paying any VIG at all. We're getting paid seven to one. So that that means we're getting basically paid like each leg of this was like minus 100, minus 100, minus 100. So we're getting screwed on the on the point spread. But those aren't key numbers. And then we're getting paying no VIG on the second and third legs. And both of them, I would argue, are heavily correlated with the, a nine or blowout. I think this is juicy. This is better than a weekend getaway. This is like a week off of work. Where are we going to take the week off? It doesn't matter. You, you oh, lay it matters. By, Maybe stay at home. Lay by your pool. You don't, like you ain't got to go into work. Staycation. This yeah. is a week long staycation. All right. I mean, for you, you'd be in the Augustus Tower because yeah. <laughs> you got the points. The, the Augustus Tower is the best. Explain why, AJ. Uh, there's plenty of reasons why, but it, it's uh, it's got the best views. I think it, it overlooks what the Bellagio fountains. That's right. So half mm. of the half of the rooms at, at floor 35 or above have a good views. Of the Bellagio oh, so you fountains. Can, so a great view of the grandstands for the F1 race now. And You'll the, be above it. You'll be looking. Yeah. You'll be, the, the, those grandstands are, are you're, you're 20 stories up. You know, the grandstand, it, I know it's floor 40, but it's really like floor 20. You're, you'll be looking past the, the grandstands. By the way, we're still trying to explain to anyone how we can disrupt four months of traffic patterns, build car bridges over roads, and yet make this all back because of a $1.3 billion, with a B, Economic impact for Vegas during four days. You know what? One point three billion. You could build like like two thirds of a sphere. The new sphere with. <laughs> I'm not buying it. You know, it's like I hear all these hotel room rates that were like four times higher mm-hmm. are already like crashing mm-hmm. because people are getting the memo. The words out. Avoid Vegas at all. By the way, to the listeners. All right, the Las Vegas tourism. Stop listening. Do not come to Vegas for the F1 race unless you want to have the worst time. Ever trying to get from the airport to your hotel, somehow navigating like Magellan, circumnavigating the strip to get past the F1 racing course. This is the time. That's that's the weekend. If you want to come to Vegas and you don't want anything to do with the F1 thing, that's a good weekend at the South Point, the M, or Green Valley Ranch, or the, or the M, yeah. Yeah. Lake Las Vegas, Lake Las somewhere, Vegas, yeah. uh, uh, Red Rocks, downtown, the so, Red Rocks. You know what? I might go to Lake Las Vegas for the weekend. <laughs> somewhere, yeah, something off the Strip <laughs> is going to be the way to go that weekend. All right, so a let's rump. let's go one more time. <laughs> Niners minus thirteen and a half alt spread. Yes, Brock Purdy under two nineteen and a half passing yards. Mm-hmm. Daniel Jones over. 219 and a half passing yards. Plus 700. Plus 700. That is our week three same game parlay at DraftKings, where, of course, bet $5 on any NFL game. Get $200 in bonus bets when you sign up using the promo code RJ. That's only at DraftKings. Good job, boys. Hopefully, we hit another one here. Are we going to spend the week at Whistler, Aspen, or Destin, Florida, and the Panhandle. I'm, I'm, I call the mountains. I'm a mountain man. It's not man. ski season yet, boys. That's the best time to go to the mountains. When it's not too, you don't need to. You don't need to bring a coat. You just go. You enjoy the crisp mountain air without freezing your ass off. Aspen or Vail. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. We will uh, talk to you guys with the same thing next week. Show's coming up. 